Welcome to a Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today started as a provisional market craft butcher and has transformed into a locally loved, nationally recognized Michelin counter service and restaurant offering dang delicious sandwiches, burgers, salads, pretty much anything you want. They will make it delicious. Oh, by the way, oatmeal cream pies, the best. (laughs) Uh, Please welcome the owner and chef of Swine and Sons. Lexi Gollix, how are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me. No, thank you for thank you for so much for taking the time, and I appreciate the heavy for inviting us to letting us do this here. Yeah, they're Um, they're awesome for letting us crash. I think it's amazing, so I do appreciate that. So my first question always is, what's your go-to sandwich lunch? Ooh, you know that's a rough one. Um, Go-to sandwich on our menu. Go-to sandwich I'll anywhere. Bo- I'll do both because obviously as a restaurant, I want you to be able to showcase one of your your sandwiches. But yeah. I, I also want to know, like, if you're not eating in Swine and Sons, what are you? Where are you eating? Okay, fair. Um, okay, so the go-to item on our menu right now for me is actually not a sandwich. I don't want to. No, that's perfectly fine. I don't want to ruin no, your day. No, 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 but, no. This is not uh, a sandwich podcast, by yeah. the way. This is, it's called Lunch with Biggie okay. for a reason. We're cool. having lunch. It doesn't matter what you're eating. Cool. Okay. So actually the thing that I'm really into right now is we just uh, started doing breakfast again in our new location and uh, we serve breakfast every day um, until two o'clock. Okay. So uh, my favorite thing on the whole menu right now, we actually have a brown rice bowl with um, a couple of scrambled eggs, avocado, Chili crunch, scallion, sesame seeds, since I'm really digging it. So. Okay. I like that. Yeah. A little bit of a healthier yeah. bent to nope. it, you know? Nothing wrong with that great, whatsoever. Great item, though. It's just it's something that I started cooking for myself a lot at home. So when we moved to the new location and started doing breakfast again, I said, oh, yeah, we got to put it on the menu. So Like, this is happening. Yeah. So that's what I'm digging right now. And then I think, you know... I'm just, I'm a pastrami lover, you know, if I'm going to go outside. we So we've made, as you know, we've made pastrami on and off over the years, and we make a great pastrami. Yeah. Um, it's hard to keep up with. It takes up a lot of space in the walk-in cooler. It's like a seven-day process, so it's a whole thing, but um, we might bring it back. We might okay. bring it back. And I think, and that's one of the beauties of your new location, the fact that you have more space, so you're able to we be do. able to do more things. We do. Um, so... I'm going to kind of, I'll kind of give, I'm going to give a synopsis of what I, at least what I know. And then we're going to kind of, I'm going to have you kind of give me kind of fill in the gaps of situations of what I, of what I know. So you guys opened in 2015. I believe it started originally as like a collab business with Ravenous Pig. And in 2019, you and Reese bought Swine and Sons outright yes um and then we you basically moved to the new location so where it originally was you moved it over to the local butcher right um in winter park and then then from there you basically one of the big reasons obviously was more food prep more space allowed you to do more things because i know you guys it wasn't as large of a space your original location that you guys had compared to where you moved into um when you were over by the local butcher and then since then obviously You've kind of fast forward. You've now you're no longer in the local butcher. You're now in kind of like in the foxtail courtesy area um, yep. is where you're at. So, kind of give us a little bit of I guess fill in the blank or sure. tell a little bit about maybe tell your story a little bit about the story and fill in the blanks like yeah. a lunch break version of that. Yeah. So I think going all the way back to the beginning in 2015. So actually it was Cask and Larder back then yes. that was in that space. And so um, I was working. It's funny because now Reese is with Marriott. I was working with Marriott 
when the whole idea of this came up. So Reese and James Petrikas came up with this idea, and they said, hey, you know, let's, um, let's take the space across the parking lot from Cask and Larder and turn it into a provisions market. So they said, you know, let's take the pickles, the sauces, the tomato jam, all the, you know, stuff that people love, and let's jar it and sell it in this provisions market. Let's do, let's sell the charcuterie, let's have a meat counter. And the thought was, let, let's have some, you know, bodega style pre-made sandwiches, just rolled up that people can grab and go. And um, so we did that. We opened with that concept in April of 2015. And I want to say if we, if we opened on April 3rd, on April 5th, everybody said, what do you mean we can't get a sandwich made fresh to order? So it lasts about two days before we had to adapt the first time. And, um, so, um, you know, but it wasn't, a, it wasn't designed to be a restaurant space. So it was a retail space, number one. It wasn't even zoned for restaurants. So um, maybe if anyone from the city of Winter Park is listening, I apologize. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was a retail space. And so we, we kind of like, we didn't have the right equipment to really be a restaurant. The, the space really wasn't outfitted to be a restaurant. And we pushed as long as we could in that little space. And, um, and uh, we just couldn't, we couldn't keep going in that space. And we approached the city about you know rezoning and you know could we convert this space could we put in a hood you know what can we do and it just it wasn't going to work in that space um for multiple reasons and so um you know james and julie had the opportunity to move casting lighter out to the airport they wanted to move ravenous pig down so there was a lot changing for them and so all all these things kind of all these stars kind of aligned and they just said hey look you know do you want to do you want to buy us out and um, you know, we, we, when we opened in 15, we, our title, Reese and my title was operating partner. So, um, you know, they kind of said, Hey, why, why don't you buy us out and take it where you want to take it? And so we did. And, um, then that's when we moved it over to the local butcher. Okay. Yeah. And you guys did the local butcher then for some 2019 to 2022, right? Uh, yeah. So we, uh, we opened in the newest new location, uh, October of 2022. So okay. we, um, we went until I want to say we were, we were down about a month in between. So maybe we went till about, uh, August, end of August of 22 before in the butcher. So, so we were there for almost three years. Yeah. Something like and that. It, and in the, the interesting part is in those three years, you know, some high, you know, obviously highlights crowd, obviously the lo the location, everyone loved, everyone loved your sandwich. Everyone loved your food, but you guys were also on guys grocery games. Yeah. You guys won that in 2020. Yeah. Um, obviously, but right before I th literally right before you moved to the new location, you guys got awarded the Michelin bib. Uh, is it gourmand? Is yeah, that the, what it's called? Yeah. The bib gourmand. So, um, yeah. We were awarded the bib. Um, Michelin just came to Florida for the first time, so it was really exciting. Um, we kept getting email, like repeated emails from Michelin, like, "Hey, we're you know come to the come to the party. We're going to be giving out the awards at the Ritz Carlton. You know this whole thing." And like, I'm like looking at Reese, like, "Why are they like sending us these repeated emails? Like, I mean, come on, like we're not going to get a Michelin star." So, you know, so I'm thinking like, "Ah, it's no big deal." So I, I like don't go to the party. Like I just don't go because. Like, I just didn't I thought, why would, they, why would I need to be there? And um, I don't know, you know, and so I don't know. Anyway, so, and then we, well, then we got this, this uh, recognition, which is a huge deal. I, I, was sit, I was literally sitting on my couch in my pajamas, and I started getting, I mean, 25 text messages. Just people are going nuts, just congratulate. I'm like, what did, what did we do? Um, you know, so that was pretty wild. And was now wasn't Reese working? Was Reese working he, the event? At he, the time? he was thankfully. So he was. He's um. So he's working now out at JW um, Marriott Grand okay. Lakes. 
he is uh, executive sous chef over all seven of the food and beverage outlets for the hotel. Wow. So he happened to be at that event. Yeah, he was working with Melissa Kelly. So then did he go, uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. for. Um, he did, luckily. Yeah, because uh, that was good. At least that one of us was here. It's like, yeah. leave, leave it to me. Like, if anyone were to diss Michelin, it would be me, right? Like, <laughs> oops, probably not getting that again next year. So um, anyway, though, yeah, luckily he was working out there. He was um, working for Melissa and they were grilling scallops when they made the announcement. And Melissa Kelly was like, uh, are you going to go join your party? <laughs> and he said, no, I'm I, like, I'm grilling scallops. She said, I know how to we'll use a grill. Thank you. Like you can go. Goodbye. That is, that so is he did. hilarious. So he did. So he went and joined the party and then he got COVID from the party. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, he really did. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. So few so a few things kind of in between all there so what and i and i'm just kind of curious like what where did it go from you guys being at the local butcher and then it went from you guys deciding to go to the new location like what were some of the things that it was it a growing thing like growing like kind of like you're like hey we're ready to go the next the next iteration is that what kind of led to it? And at the same time, also, it was like for a long time, it was the two of you mm -hmm. um, and staff. And then all of a sudden, what made it to kind of go like, hey, I'm going to, I'm, you know, you're like, I'm going to take over and be, you know, be the day to day um, with Swine and Sons. And then Reese, you're going to go and do some, another opportunity, another great opportunity. Like, was there certain things that kind of led to it? Obviously, I know COVID did not help the situation. So I'm assuming during that, some of that, some of that, yeah. some of those things kind of played a factor in there. Yeah. So I think actually we were uniquely, uh, we were very lucky to be in the butcher shop during COVID yeah. um, because the butcher shop was busy. Like they were like setting records, you mm -hmm. know, because if you recall, there was like a point where Publix like sold out of meat, you know what I mean? So yeah. people were coming in there. So that was great. And there, uh, we never closed at, um, completely. We closed the dining room down for a time because there was that funny time where it was like you were only allowed to have X percentage of the dining yeah. room. And our dining room was so small, kind of was like, okay, let's just close. Um, but we had a strong takeout business. You know, th we do a lot of takeout. So that we did had a strong uh, takeout that sustained us through that time and the butcher shop was busy so people were coming in and so I'm really grateful uh, number one that we were there that was a perfect location to be for COVID so that worked out really well plus we were able to sort of implement this retail thing where the, the butcher shop the um, I, I can't say enough um, nice things about the woman Michelle that manages the butcher shop she's just great and she was so supportive all the years that we were in that space and she gave us a nice retail section so we were able to roll out a little retail line and that helped our revenue um, you know so it was that was a great partnership um, the story for the Foxdale space kind of starts with um, with Jean and Diana Zimmerman that own the courtesy so Diana and I got to know each other through, we have a, a lot of crossover, we have some crossover um, catering clientele. Mm -hmm. So we got to know each other through the catering world. We would show up at the same events and so we just started chatting through through catering. And um, so she contacted me, you know, one day and said, we're gonna move out of downtown and we're gonna take this space over in Winter Park and like, would you wanna do a food menu for us? And so we kinda, you know, I kinda ran the numbers, I looked at it and I said, well, you know, I would love to do it, but I don't know that it makes sense to build out a whole kitchen, you know, just for this and what else could we do in this space? And, you know, so we started looking at that and I started talking with Alex, Checkman owns Foxtail and, you know, kind of the rest is history. So we were able to move the Swine and Sons operation into the Foxtail farmhouse. So we're yeah. servicing that, servicing that whole Foxtail space now um, with the Swine and Sons menu. And we do that um, until 9 p.m., seven days a week. 
and then we're doing the bar swine menu yeah. for courtesy. I, so I was going to say, you guys yeah. do the, yeah. do that now with that, um, yeah. giving you that opportunity. So and, like, and it's the, that concept, the beauty of the concept is like it's small plates. Yeah. Um, uh, kind of goes in, you kind of, in the beauty of it is you're kind of working it with the, with the beverages and the different cocktails. So you can kind of have a little bit of everything that so you can yeah. kind of be able to provide and have. Yeah. And we're having a lot of fun with it because, you know, um, I have a, you know, kind of a, I don't know. I always feel weird saying I have a fine dining background, but I have a, you know, like an upscale dining background, you know, and I haven't, um, you know, we don't always get to utilize a lot of that skill set for Swine and With Sons. Swine I mean, there, Sons. there's a lot of underlying technique at Swine and Sons. So yeah. There's a lot of it in there, but, you know, we don't get to um, flex that muscle. Yeah, we don't. So it's like, yeah. you know, so it's nice. It's been nice to be able to do those things. I mean, just simple stuff like, you know, play with the cheese and charcuterie board and like just, just share that product knowledge with my team and, um, you know, that type of stuff that we, and in some ways it almost kind of brings you back to your original when you guys were cask and larder, because that's the the charcuterie aspect of the meats, the smoked meats and all that different things, which I thought was kind of really interesting when I, when I kind of saw that, cause I was like, Oh wow. I'm like it kind of full circle kind of type of thing. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really cool. Yeah. What, um, how has that transition been? going from having like kind of like your own little counter space to now kind of having like almost like a it's almost like a walk-up counter type area like how would you describe it if someone were to come into um you call it the farmhouse so if you were to like if you were to go into the farmhouse, we call it like the, the swine house it's the like, swine a, it's house. like a, i like it it's I like, like it. a weird yeah like if, when you walk in like, t- like can you kind of give someone like what because like there's definitely a mix of like tables and then there's like the cozy coffee house type vibe couches and stuff like that yeah um but then there's also like a beautiful bar and you can kind of obviously yeah sit along the bar so like how yeah. would you describe something like that when they were to come in to experience swine and sun for the first time yeah well number one it's a it's an absolutely beautiful space and that and then that, that's we can't take any credit for that it was yeah. it was that way when we moved in and um foxdale did a fantastic job with that it's a great space um so we're very lucky that we were able to just kind of move in plop plop in there and say hey we're here thanks thanks for the beautiful space yeah um so that's been great um uh, so there's a counter where you order. It's a, there's a, a just a sign up that says order here, and you know you're going to come to our point of sale. You can order um, anything off of the Foxtail coffee men- the drink menu. So you can't. Foxtail does some pastries. That is their flagship location. You know, so they're so they continue to do their flagship operation on the other side. So there's two sides to the store. Um, so they and that was their original. So they continue to do all their original stuff on their we call it the OG side on the OG side they still do all of their whole pastry program mm-hmm. and all that stuff so um, you know they're they're to the point now where they're they're really growing and they walk investors and franchisees and all that stuff through there so they have to adhere to that program yeah. um, and then we get to be a little more free on our side which is fun so um, you walk up to our counter on our side the swine house farmhouse swine and sons side varies by day whatever we are calling we it to call it yeah and uh so um, our cashier is typically there. We'll take your order. You can also order coffee drinks. So we always staff that size with a Swine and Sons cashier and then a barista, a Foxtail barista. So um, you can get coffee anywhere in the building. We service the whole building. So you can take your little number after you yep. complete your transaction. You can sit outside. You can sit in the courtyard. You can sit on the OG side, in the farmhouse side, anywhere anywhere you like. And we'll they come will find, find you. you. Yeah. 
they will find you. <laughs> yes, I, the, you, and that you, that you shall because uh, I sat there and I you guys found me pretty easily. Yeah. So that was definitely not a, not a yeah. problem. One of the things. So I have a few questions on this because one of the things that I admire and one of the things that I've seen, obviously, and, and I've known you guys for a long time. So, but I, you know, it's one of those where we don't actually get to ever sit down and have conversations like this. So, oh, um, this you nice. know, yeah, that's one of the, and that's one of the reasons why I did the podcast was because I wanted to have these opportunities to be able to have these conversations. But like, I, I think one of the things that I've loved about seeing you guys is, you know, you both classically trained chefs. Um, your story is amazing. Like if you, if you ever do background on it, like the fact that the two of you, you guys work together and then all of a sudden you kind of convinced Reese, Hey, let's both go to, you know, go cook, learn how to cook. And you, and you guys did, I mean, that's just, that whole story is just like a, an amazing thing to see. Um, but I also love the fact that you guys have just kind of like how you've kind of almost like you're always kind of like adapting and rolling with the punches. Um, how difficult is that sometimes to kind of be able to do? Cause that's always kind of, you know, sometimes you may have a concept of what you want to, when you're starting a business and then, you know, you sometimes have to be like, mm, I'm going to have to do this now and do that little pivot. Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes it's hard for some people. So what are, what are some things, especially in, 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 and as a couple, I mean, if you're both not looking at and seeing it eye to eye or going on the same view, how difficult is that sometimes? Yeah. So, I mean, I, so a lot, so it's funny, uh, someone, man, where was I? Someone asked me the other day, it was like a month ago or something, but somebody said, hey, do you, so do you miss working with Reese? And I immediately, without even like a second, like just think, no. <laughs> Which is like, I felt bad because it came out so like organically and just like, um, you know, and it's not entirely true, but it, no. but it kind of is, you know, like, so we have had to pivot a lot over the years and we think two different ways for sure. Like he's definitely the creative, he's the, he's the creative force, you know? So, um, him leaving, it w was a huge loss, um, for us in that department. I can, I can do it. You know what I mean? Like I can, I can develop the menu and I can write yeah. the menu items, but when it comes to like crazy flavor combinations and all these incredible processes and like, you know, he'll put things together where you're like, there's no way that's going to work, dude. And then it's so, it's like the best thing you've ever eaten. So that's not really my forte. I'm more the business and numbers. I'm boring, <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, so, but I think that said, this new incarnation of swine has requ uh, required a lot of, a lot of pivoting and um, bending and kind of, you know, just, just finding our place. You know, um, Foxtail's Farmhouse was open, um, I want to say maybe eight, 18, they open, you know what I mean? So they've been yeah. open quite a while in that yeah. space. And then all of a sudden we just kind of moved. We're like, Hey, you know, we're here. We're here. Yeah. Change your whole lot. You know, they'd never had a tenant in there. When, oh, we really? when we moved into the butcher, they'd had several tenants yeah. in that space, you know? So it's like, it wasn't the first time they'd gone through it, you know? And, um, this is just, it's different. It's been a big learning curve, I think for their team, for our team, um, we have a much bigger team now. We went from five to 19. So, wow. um, you know, so, so there's been a lot of adapting and I think truth be told, I'm, I'm probably better with that, you know? And I, I have, I think the ability to play the long game and see the bigger picture a little, like with a little more patience and grace. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, but, but, um, but that said, and we'll have to get to this, but like I did, I actually, I hired a chef de cuisine. I hired him yesterday. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. Cause we really, we need, we need that creative piece, you yeah. know? No, I think that, and we that's do. something that you guys definitely bring. I mean, obviously you guys have the, the classics, like your chicken sandwiches, 
by far one of my favorites. Um, and obviously that was one of the winning things that helped you obviously win and guys, uh, guys grocery games, mm -hmm. but it's something I've always loved. Um, and it's funny because we went and, and I, and my daughter even asked me, she's like, Hey, you're going to talk to Lex. Do you think you can um, bring up the topic of like the smash burgers? If they're going to do the one with all the onions, like they did last time. And I was like, cause you guys used to have oh, yeah. one. I wanted to locate that one yeah. I, at the butcher, but the you don't okay onion. Yeah. yeah. And that was what we both went and she was like, that's what I'm going to get. And then I was like, and then it was like, Nope, that's not oh, what you're no. going to get. Yeah. So the was, melt, the melt yes. has onions, the melt, but it's yeah. different, but yeah. it is different. Than yeah. That no, okay but onion. it's still, and the melt is, the melt looks good. I but I went back to OG chicken. I went to the just the chicken sandwich because that's yeah. I always enjoy eating it. So, um, but I also think it was very interesting because you mentioned something about the long game, and uh, and it kind of brought me to something that kind of made me smile as I was looking at something uh, as I was doing my research because I, I try to do as much research as I can. But I, I I found it very interesting that in 2015 you mentioned you wanted to do like offer restaurant quality products that can be taken home kind of like a and it's kind of and what i'm noticing and what i'm seeing is now coming out it's kind of like i want you to tell me a little bit more about this new concept that you guys are doing with it's like with this uh though is it the swine subscription yeah the subscription uh, box yeah swine and sons yeah, at home and the, yeah and i'm kind of i wanted to know a little bit of where, where that idea came from um and did the extra space allow for that to kind of kind of progress but, but that is something that you did think of like yeah. you know in the very beginning yeah uh you know so i mentioned that we had that retail section at so you know obviously like the first store was even even after we became more of a restaurant it was it was also you know a good third of it was yeah. retail food right so it's like and then that carried over to the butcher and then it's like we really lost that in the new space and it was like i kind of thought i wouldn't care and then i missed it you know yeah. it's it's fun to package up your products and like yeah. you know sourcing all the packaging and making it look cute is i don't know, i have a good time with it so um yeah so we we rolled out swine and sons at home the subscription is a monthly subscription box we rolled it out in january so it'll be a monthly pickup varying theme so this first one was a build your own biscuit bar so you got i saw that yeah you got six of our frozen biscuits of um you know country ham there's we offered a couple different levels so there was like the the higher level got lake meadow eggs and a pound of our house cured bacon and um, there's some really cool reels circulating um, Instagram. A couple of people yeah, made, made that. some cool videos. I saw, so. I saw, I saw, yeah, I saw quite a few yeah. of them. And, I, and I've had the biscuits, so I can safely say that they're um, absolutely delicious. Um, I am curious, and I haven't had it. I haven't had breakfast yet, but I am kind of curious to take uh, your chicken biscuit for a run uh, or for a flavor. I'm just kind of, I'm just concerned to see, will it hold up as I eat it as a sandwich or do I have to eat it with a fork and knife? It's totally fork and knife. Yeah, yeah. it is. It definitely is not. It's, and I thought it's about on the messier when side. When I saw it, I was like, there's no way I can eat this. Yeah. I, there's no way I can even pick this up with this. No. I'm like, when I saw it for, uh, for sure, I, that was one of the first things I saw when I looked at it. I was like, oh my God, it looks amazing. Yeah, it is. Good. I mean, you can't, you know, you can't argue with that hot honey. So the hot honey we make, we ferment our own, um, we make our own hot sauce. So it's fermented Fresno mm -hmm. peppers. There's three types of peppers in it. So it's secret, but. So good. So yeah. good. And so that's the base. And then we make the hot honey from that. So. so talking about sandwiches, can you give me, like, give me the key to making a good sandwich? Texture, texture, texture. That's you the know? key? Yeah, I think so. I think it's layering texture and flavor. It's just like the key to making a good dish. You know, you've yeah. got to have acidity. You've got to have texture. You've got to have. You know, I mean, with a sandwich, it's you got to have good bread. So we still source all of our bread from uh, Old Hearth, yeah, um, and Castleberry, and they do a great job. Yeah, they do. You know, so we get that delivered daily, and um, 
you know, we we use a variety of different products from them. We're about to put something on. We're actually going to put put something on on a croissant for the first time, which oh, we're really? excited about. Yeah, we just did a test test a uh, test run, so we're looking forward to that. It's exciting. How many people are involved in a test run to go? Yeah, this is menu worthy. So it's been you know historically it was me Reese, um, Lucian is our longtime kitchen manager Lucian Lawley, uh, great great dude. Um, shout out to Lou. <laughs> but, um, you know, now that Reese isn't with us, it's really just me and Lou, and we kind of go through it. Well, occasionally, you know, we'll let the staff test through it and see kind of what they think of it yeah. and what it needs. We also have two really strong kind of um, kitchen manager kitchen manager people now. So we've got a guy, Nick, in the morning and Matt in the evening, and those guys are super solid, so they, they put in their input too. Matt's super involved in bar swine, and that's mostly his... Um, focus okay he's got sort of a more of a again we'll go back to like fine dining uh background he's got um but you know he's worked at all the notable places around town over the years so that's kind of where he comes from and then nick was our kitchen manager up at the sanford location when we did that for a while and then he traveled yeah. here to winter park with us so um so he focuses mostly on the day but yeah those guys will be those guys taste through things with us that's great that's great what do you think has been the best we'll go with what's the best and the hardest part of owning owning a restaurant the best and the hardest part well the hardest part i think has been has been all the pivots you know like i look at the i look at the people who are who i you know and and i think there's always like perception versus reality right yeah so it's like i look at all the people who i'm like oh they just opened and they were like slammed on day one and they were just like you know so successful from day one like that's what i see and like is it true i don't know you know but it's like you know, now that now that I'm more experienced in business, I'm like counting seats, doing math, and I'm like, oh, they've got to be grossing at least blah blah. You know, like I can't I, I can't go into a restaurant anymore without doing ten types of math. You know, just trying to figure it out. But um, um, so I think that that's been the hardest part is that swine has been swine has been a, a game of pivoting since yeah. the beginning. I mean, since before pivoting was like a hot button word, yeah, we, were, yeah, yeah. we were pivoting. So it's like, you know, but but I kind of feel like here in this newest location like this is this is gonna be great you know we are already seeing it i mean the numbers are very strong and it's looking really good so we're excited so that's i don't, I don't know i don't know if that's like the, that's it's that's almost the worst and the best part you know okay because i like the pivot i like the game There's, i mean it's like you like the journey i like the i like the game yeah. you know it's like uh it's it's really there's a lot of days where i'm just like how this is like my job like i do this for a living you know like I get to get up and solve these puzzles every day. And it's like, that's what I do. That's awesome. It's cool. You know? No, I get it. Yeah. My, uh, my wife always, I always, I always, I laugh cause whenever she doesn't really listen to the podcast and I, but honey, I love you. <laughs> Thanks for the support. Um, <laughs> but one of the things I always ask when, as I sit down in my little notebook and I'm writing down like my questions or what I'm thinking, um, I always say to her, Hey, what should I ask? What should I ask? And the first thing, like for a lot of times is because usually it's people who have multiple things going on. And the first thing she said to me, she goes, how the hell do they balance life, the kids work and everything else? She's like, how do they do it? Yeah. That part is, is the tough part. Um, I would be lying if I said my personal life doesn't suffer. suffer. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, for sure. You know, and I mean, 
it's tough now. It, it used to be easier, honestly, when Reese and I were working together because it was kind of like, you know, we'd look at each other and say, oh, can you leave? Can you, you know, school's ending. Can yeah. you go home? Um, so we could flip flop a little more and now I'm kind of on my own because he works a lot of nights. Um, so that's been challenging, but also my kids are older now. Yeah, you know, and school's a mile away, so they can they ride their bikes and they're kind of self sufficient, self managed, yeah. you know. And um, and my mom comes from time to time to help out, and you know that's been yeah, no good. I get I totally <laughs> and bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Love you, mom. Yep, exactly. No, I totally I totally understand that, and that's kind of always the tough part is like how you just make it you just make it work. I think that's kind of one of the big things is we like do. you just kind of figure it out and you, you it all kind of works out and you make it work. We do. And and they have always spent a, a decent amount of time at the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean ever since I mean we when we so 2015 we opened my younger one was born in 12. So he was 3 when we opened yeah. the original restaurant, you know? So they've spent a lot of time at Swine over the years. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um what do you what do you love about food? I think um, biggest thing is learning all the similarities. I don't know if that's the right. I don't know if that's the right word. But there's a um, there's a book that I was that I read recently. It's called "You and I Eat the Same," and it's about these similarities in food across the globe, right? So it's like I love seeing. Um, ingredients that are like maybe in south america or mexico or you know southern yeah and then you go across the equator and you're finding similar ingredients in thailand or southeast asia you know and seeing how two completely different cultures on different sides of the world use similar things and make truthfully pretty similar things yeah different but similar that's i think the most fascinating thing i think that's awesome yeah and i I, I have a buddy who um my buddy D- Dylan lives over in Thailand, and um, it's just he's always on the hunt for he's always learning and always growing, and just I love comparing notes, reading things, talking with him, and I feel like we're always learning together. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's definitely a good one. What yeah. um, what advice would you give someone who is wanting to start something? Oh, um, be prepared to work really hard. You know, I think, um, I won't harp on it too much, but I think that, I think that I, I'm probably not alone in saying this, that a lot of this, a lot of the food network, celebrity chef, all this stuff. I mean, people think it's easy. Yeah. They think it's easy and it's not easy and you're, it's going to be hard and you're going to be happy and you're going to be sad. You're going to be freaked out and terrified and tired and over it. And you still got to get up and you got to go to work and, and, um, it's, it's not easy, but it is rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, you guys, um, if I think I heard correctly, you guys are headed down South. We are. Yeah. South So Beach. tell folks, tell folks a little bit about that. Yeah. So our event is, um, Michelle Bernstein's chicken coop. Yeah, so, I saw that. yep. So we've been invited down to, it's a fried chicken and uh champagne event. So. Um, that's a great combo. I'm super excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping to take enough staff so that I can um, 
partake. So in you the can event. actually, yeah, not be behind <laughs> and actually enjoy yourself. Yeah. No? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it looks like a really cool. I mean, we're down there with like some heavy hitters, right? It's like, I actually, it was funny. Like Hattie B's next to I us. That's literally crazy. literally was scrolling down. I was like scrolling the list just to see like all the different people, participants and all that stuff. And I was just like, holy it's moly. It's so cool. And I yeah. still have that like... I still experience that, like, um, what is that called when you're like, what? I fan, like fangirl or like that when you well, yeah, like that? that, that too. But okay. also like the, like, I don't belong. Like Imposter this is weird. Syndrome. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. But what, why, I'm like, but I what is it that you don't think? I mean, your, your food is amazing. I don't know. So, it's just like, it's weird to be like, I mean, like Hattie, Hattie is an institution, yeah, you know, that's yeah. crazy. No, but that's and awesome. like Ken Gilbert, he's like a huge deal, you know? No, so I, that's cool. It's going to be cool. I'm super excited when I saw the announcement yeah. uh, for you guys. I, I'm super, I, I love, I love being able to see opportunities like that, especially for like local restaurants that are here that are just doing an amazing job. And then to be recognized in South Florida with being it tied to food network and everything like that goes with it. I think it's just, um, it just kind of shows what you guys are providing and what you guys are doing. And obviously the Michelin kind of also shows, I mean, I've been saying it forever, you know, we have amazing food here in Orlando and I think a lot of people just don't, uh, you know, they think we obviously are a bunch of chains and, uh, and I love the fact that we're starting to get, there's more recognition being done to it. Oh, yeah. uh, and you're, you know, Swine and Sons and you are, are definitely one of the reasons there's, why there's so many good places, yeah. you know? And it's like, we still have a lot of chain stuff. And I feel like there's like for every good place that opens, there's like three chains yep. open, which sucks, but you know, yeah. um, um, but it's awesome. We went actually last night to the ramen rumble that okay. the yeah. Jason Chin puts mm -hmm. on. So we went out to Morimoto Asia and we did that. And like, I mean, huge shout out to like Camille. Oh my God. That bowl of ramen was like unreal. And I haven't been able to go to their tasting experience yet, but man, I can't wait. I love it. I can't wait. I absolutely. I gotta what, do it. I'm just gonna try to figure it out. I don't know how you're gonna. You know, how do you how do you get a, how do you step away? I mean, to do that. I mean, you are your hours like all over the place, especially for you now. That, since you have enough enough staff, like you can yeah, be my, somewhat. My, mine aren't too bad. I I usually try to wrap up my day by five o'clock at the latest because I do. You know that I the kids are fairly self-sufficient but my little guy needs help with homework yeah. and you know they need me so yeah. i i try to i try to get home like a normal person yeah you know i've got enough um help at the shop now that it's that it, it works and it's, it's okay i mean not not to say there's never a late night but yeah but mostly I, I get out of there and I get to go home, which is nice and but you know the big thing is i like to take the kid i mean we took the kids to ramen rumble last night i don't you know, I don't know that we saw too many other kids there, um, but I like to take them everywhere, you Heck know, yeah. so they can experience, so they can experience different things. No, I'm totally with you hundred percent. My, uh, my daughter's a total foodie. So she, um, you know, that's like her big thing. Yeah. Like she likes anything having yeah. to do with food and being able to try new places. I so. will take them anywhere. If I yeah. can, if I can get my almost 13 year old to just stop scrolling TikTok, I will take mm. them anywhere. anywhere. Yes. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I totally, I, to, I totally get that. Um, where can people follow you? Where can people um, enjoy your food? Give people a, a little bit of a layout to kind of let them know where they can go. Sure. So uh, the new location is located within uh, Foxdale's farmhouse at 1280 North Orange in Winter Park. We are um, located just down from um, Black Bean Deli and that funny intersection of yeah. 1792 and Orange Mead and the Einstein's Bagels. Mm -hmm. That was my first job actually that really was, it was isn't that funny that's it's crazy been there for a long time um uh yeah so right across from jewett so that's that's where we are um 
you know, we also do the Swine and Sons at Home uh, monthly subscription, so you can subscribe. Uh, there's a link to the subscription page on our website at yep. swineandsons.com. Um, we also cater, yeah, so we can, say, we, can, we can bring it to you. So there's also a link to our catering page. You can order through our catering department or online, and that can be done through all that can be done through our website as well. Um, what else? Where else are we? I don't know. I think that's it. Is that it? Instagram and I guess oh yeah Instagram yeah, yeah. yeah so you could definitely follow us on Instagram um, we have a good time on there so we're you always do? posting something new yeah you guys do a good job yeah. there yeah and you guys definitely do a good job yeah. on uh, looking at and that's one of the big ones I think for me like because I think food is very great for when Instagram and stuff like that be able to see TikTok those type of socials yeah. just because you're able to see it the visual yeah. aspect of it the deliciousness well, of I, it I love the new I, I do have to admit that I love I love the new trend. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's new anymore. It's new to me. Am I showing my age? I don't know. It's, but video. I like the video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's more fun. Yeah. It's more fun than all the still photos, no, you know? I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. I think it's a, it's definitely a fun thing to be able to see. I'm amazed by how many people love to see people actually eat food. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a always, a, I always find that to be interesting. They, uh, especially, I don't know if you've ever seen the term mukbang is what it's called. No. It sounds dirty. I know. It does. Um, but it's literally <laughs> watching someone eat. Like you just see them eating food and they're talking about it as you're eating it. Uh, and, and it's funny because when I started the podcast, everyone thought that that's what my podcast was. It was like lunch with Biggie. You're like, oh, you're going to go eat and we're going to have to hear you chew. And I'm like, no, no, no. We're, there's no, we're not going to, you're there's not no going to, there's no chewing. No chewing. <laughs> yeah. No chewing, no ASMR type stuff. But I'm like, and, but some people like that. So, you know, you never know. Um, but no, Lexi, thank you so much yeah. for, for being on. I really yeah, appreciate it. Thank you for it. having me. Um, I definitely think it's, uh, I've been been wanting to, to chat with you guys. I've been waiting. And obviously then you started, as things started moving. You moved to a new location. You guys got busy. So then I was like, oh, let's just wait a little bit and oh, kind of yeah. see from there. So I definitely yeah, it was, appreciate it. It's been it. a wild ride the last couple yeah. of months. So. I was going to say, I was going <laughs> to say, and I think it's going to keep going. And I think it's a, uh, but I think it's in a, in a positive way. Like I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing where, like once you've kind of now established this as the new norm. Um, how this kind of goes and maybe how it grows yeah. um, to possible other op- opportunities and whatnot. So I think it's, uh, yeah. I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to it. I've, I've been, obviously I'm, I'm there for the ride cause I love your food. So cool. I'll be eating along the, the, the way as we go, as we get closer and closer now, what, eight years now, right? Eight years. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's safe to say you'll see some, you'll see some new projects coming, oh, I like, coming down the line. I like that. I like how, yeah. especially since my, uh, especially since my podcast evergreen, anyone, anytime anyone hears it, they'll be like, Oh, I wonder what's going on. And they'll be able to check it out, check you out online to be able to see, uh, see exactly what it is that's grown and, and, cool. and possibilities happening. Cool. Um, thank you so much. Yeah. That's our show for today. Thank you so much to Lexi um, of Swine and Sons for being on the show, having lunch with me. Definitely make sure to check them out. If you do get food, whether it's breakfast, whether it's bar swine, whether it's their sandwiches, patty melt, oatmeal cream pie, like I mentioned, by all means, definitely take a picture, take a selfie, tag them, make sure to tag me on it. I, I always love seeing that as well. Um, make sure to you know check them out. If you enjoyed the show, so make sure to subscribe to my show. Um, if you want to support me, check out my brand, Daily Fresh Threads. Um, tell your friends as well. But thank you so much uh, for listening. Till next time, keep eating sandwiches and in, definitely, definitely follow your passion. Thank you so much, everyone. <laughs>